Welcome to the Cheer.fm podcast, Ask Salt Spring Answered. After many Ask Salt Spring events, we sit down in our studio with Gail Baker's guests and review some of the key points discussed. Welcome to Episode 1, where our President Damien Inwood sat down with Gary Holman to discuss the significant water issues facing Fulford. So I'm uh, sitting here with Gary Holman, who is the CRD Director, and we've just been listening to the Ask Salt Spring session. Uh, welcome, Gary. Yeah, hi, David. Yeah. Um, now, you were talking quite a bit about water today, and uh, I was interested in what you said about the uh, the CRD having five water districts and I think two sewage systems under its uh, under its control. Is that correct? Yeah, and uh, by a happy coincidence, I guess uh, the Fulford Water District was meeting just before the Ask session, so I I'd just come out of a. Uh, a, uh, a meeting with the Fulford Water District who were um, reviewing a consultant report on a strategy to ultimately replace their water supply and distribution systems, which is a, a considerable cost and, and of considerable concern to the commission uh, and, and, of course, to uh, Fulford Water ratepayers. Did you say that the the potential cost was quite high? What would that be? I, I forget the exact number, but it's in the millions of dollars. If you were to replace their entire uh, water supply, which comes from Weston Lake, and the distribution system to the uh, Fulford Village, it would be in the millions of dollars. And you're talking, I, th I think there's 108 properties, 95 of which are built on, so, you know, ballpark 100 uh, households that would uh, be responsible for several million dollars to ultimately replace that system. Now, but the, the, the strategy, I mean, you don't have to do it all at once, so the strategy is you, you do it over time, in part because of ability to pay, uh, but also because you want to focus on the parts of the system that are the most vulnerable. There's a whole number of that's That's why you hire a consultant, to look at all the factors that determine how do we tackle this beast? Um, you've got several kilometers of, of pipe involved. So which ones are most critical to try and replace first? So that, that was the purpose of the report. Right. Now, I understand from what you said that, the, that you know where the leaks are, and they are between 20 and 30 percent of the total amount of water. That seems like an extraordinarily large amount. Uh, the the 20 or 30 percent that came up in the ask session uh, I, I'm not sure exactly where Fulford is in there uh, but for uh, CRD water districts and you know for that matter North Salt Spring are by far our single largest water utility all have water leak issues because they all have uh, uh, asbestos cement uh, uh, mostly anyway uh, distribution and supply lines that are decades old and and are leaking and they're also leaking at the connections you know where you you connect the household uh, to the distribution system so that each of those water districts have their own uh, systems their own leakage issues and in general the leakage rates range from in the order of 20 to 30 percent not exactly sure where Fulford 
is in there, but even at the low end, it's uh, it's still uh, considerable. So really, the cost of, of Salt Spring Island wide to uh, upgrade the water systems here is is multiple millions, isn't it? Indeed, especially if you include North Salt Spring. Um, yes. And where would that money come from? Well, from the ratepayers. Now there are um, uh, infrastructure programs, grants available. We, we've used um, uh, like the CRD. It is the local government body that receives federal gas tax transfers. So Salt Spring gets about. It's it's based on a per capita. Um, uh, basis, Salt Spring gets about $600,000 a year, so that's grant funding that has been applied to various water districts and our sewage treatment uh, systems. Malaview, for example, the Malaview uh, sewage treatment plant is going to be completely basically replaced. We got a separate infrastructure grant for that. So there are infrastructure grants available. Typically, though, they haven't been aimed at distribution systems, they'd be aimed at treatment systems. So that's the grant that mm. Malaview got. Um, uh, so that, that's another possible source of funding. But in large part, it comes back to the ratepayers and the, uh, the key problem with respect to CRD water utilities is the, the diseconomies of scale. They, they, they tend to be small systems and those distributions uh, uh, systems are decades old, and those chickens are starting to come home to roost. So, you know, one approach is just to continue to uh, fix the leaks as they come up. And you know, I, I think that's a valid. <laughs> uh, while it while it it's obviously not ideal, um, and, and may seem a bit. Um, uh, haphazard, it, it may be that financially um, that may not be the worst approach that you can take is to simply fix leaks as they come up and when you fix a leak at a certain spot, maybe you then replace uh, you know the, the pipes on either side of that. You know, I'm, I'm not an expert but it, it's a huge cost uh, and, and it was the subject of a, a consultant's report of the Fulford Water District this morning. And I think you said that um, the LCC, the local uh, community commission, is that what? Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, they will be meeting in June, and they now cover water districts. Is that correct? No, uh, it, it, the opposite. They they will take over a number of island-wide services. They won't be taking over area-specific services uh, because the the commissions that exist for those services now are essentially elected in effect elected by ratepayers at their AGMs so in in effect like the Fulford Water Commission for example the commissioners that sit there are in effect elected by their ratepayers to deal with their specific interests the the, the and I you know I I initiated the LCC uh, uh, concept, and the the reason why I did not support extending its authority to those area specific services is is because, in my view, the the commissioners that represent those ratepayers should be ratepayers themselves. They should live in the area versus an LCC, which is elected at large, which may by happenstance happen to be a ratepayer in Fulford or or wherever, but for the most part. 
um, they wouldn't be. And so you've got elected, you would have elected officials making decisions for um, for uh, areas. Uh, and, and they're not ratepayers. I just didn't think, from a government's perspective, that was uh, that that was uh, defensible. Okay. So, uh, and I think we we talked a little bit about vortex too, and um, how the vortex situation uh, complicates the issues for Fulford. Um, tell me a bit about that. Yeah. So, uh, vortex uh, has a proposal for a tourism accommodation and, um, you know, I believe restaurant uh, where the old Fulford Inn site was. Uh, So they have received their approvals from the trust. The the zoning was already there. They required a development permit from the trust, uh, actually several kinds of development permits. They're next to the Fulford um, stream and estuary. They're next to the ocean. They've got streams flowing adjacent to or through the property, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So there were several development permit areas that applied to that site. They've, as I understand it, received trust approval for all of those so they can move ahead, but the, but they still have remaining issues uh uh, regarding potable water supply. So there are two choices there. One, they can apply to join the Fulford Water Service Area, and the commission would have to agree to that. Uh, my understanding is that they are seriously considering that and are likely to come forward with an application to join the service area. If, if they don't join the service area, then they have to fall back on um, groundwater uh, on uh, I, I, even rainwater catchment, you know, those sorts of things. So the, the, at some point, it's my understanding, uh, and I obviously can't speak for the proponent, that they will be making a formal application to join the Fulford Water Service. Uh, so there are some, there, obviously there are incremental infrastructure costs that will be triggered by that. The first and foremost would be connecting the system, which which more or less ends at the top of Fulford, the, the, the intersection of the Fulford, Ganges Road and Beaver Point Road. Uh, they have to extend the pipeline down Beaver Point Road to the Fulford Hill, uh, to the Fulford um, Inn site, to the Vortex site. And then there may also be, and this is where it gets a bit complicated because the consultant did in this report that the commission was considering this morning, the consultant did to a certain extent um, touch upon the implications uh, of what the what is some incremental infrastructure requirements might be within the system. Not there, there's clearly the extension of the system, but even within the system, it may require some additional investments. And the consultant you know, kind of kind of touched on on that. Um, uh, uh, and all of that would would uh, ultimately the commission makes the decision about whether uh, vortex can join or not. The one possibility, though, is if there are upgrades required within the existing system. You know, in addition to connecting that system to the vortex site, it may be uh, that the that the proponent m- might make a contribution towards some of those costs. So that, that's not, not clear at all at this point, but um, it, 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 
there, there is that, that possibility, and, and that's in part why uh, the consultant touched on that issue. The other issue, of course, though, is the water supply, Western Lake, whether there is sufficient uh, water in Weston Lake, whether there is sufficient room within the Fulford water license on that lake to serve additional demand. So not only Vortex, but there are properties between the Vortex site and the Fulford system that may also want to join, which means additional water demand. Uh, the Fulford area is not fully built out. I think there's 95 properties connected. There are are 108 that are possible, so there's even some development potential within the Fulford uh, service area now, so the, the commission wants to make sure that they are able to serve them. And then there's, for example, the possibility of suites, which bylaw 530, I think, in effect, would legalize suites in Fulford, which is not the case now, so there's some additional demand. So aside from all of the infrastructure requirements, uh, there is the sustainability of the lake itself. We don't want to get into a situation where no salt spring is where, in fact, they've had to impose a moratorium on new connections because the, 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 the water supply uh, isn't sufficient to uh, sustain uh, full full build out um, even for properties within their current system so uh, that includes for example Channel Ridge uh, which has been impacted by the water moratorium and it impacts affordable housing we don't want to get into that kind of situation for Weston Lake and the Fulford system okay so when when will this be resolved do you think um, is there a meeting coming up uh, of the the local water commission that will look at the uh, this report and uh, and respond to it yeah the so the commission's had a first look they provided some initial comments they want to meet with the consultant and so there was a motion that i believe passed at the uh at the commission i, I had to leave a little bit early to get to the ask meeting <laughs> um but they want to meet with the consultant and there was a, a motion to that effect so there'll, there'll be a i believe a virtual meeting with the consultant where the commission will go through the report in uh, finer detail with the consultant who actually did the work um, so that would be the next step there. The, the, all the report does is lay out a potential strategy, which the commission may want to amend or revise or uh, whatever. There's no commitment to actually embark on the investment. I mean, the investment is ultimately in the tune of uh, millions of dollars, but it's it, the first step is to develop a strategy about how we want to approach that. There are other capital um, projects uh, underway planned for Fulford, so they've got a lot on their plate. Uh, the Vortex application, uh, it, that's not clear. That's up to the proponent about when they'd submit, but I, I, I would think, and don't hold me to it, but I, I would think uh by the end of this year we're going to be uh much clearer about uh, uh the vortex proposal and, and uh and maybe somewhat clearer on the uh the strategy to um uh upgrade replace the uh the the piping systems now for those of us who live on on wells and aren't part of a water system would we have to uh, kick in tax money towards these projects or is it purely through the ratepayers of the the water commissions themselves yeah the latter yeah, it, yeah it's the it's the 108 properties within the service area 
and if Fortex joins, uh, there'd be uh, you know an additional uh, contributor there. Um, uh, but no, it it these are area specific services that and the responsibility for those assets and liabilities lie with those ratepayers. Now, just briefly, uh, I know you have to go, but um, there was discussion about raising the levels of various lakes and things, and uh, the fact that that would lead to compensation for property owners along the banks of them for loss of land and things like that. Is that something that the um, the CRD would be looking at, or? Uh, I, d I don't think we're there yet. Uh, the the Western Lake study indicated that there there is a constraint there in terms of long-term sustainability of the lake. I mean, taking into account climate change, like over time, our drought, drought periods are going to be extending uh, longer. So it, it's certainly come up, <coughs> excuse me, for St. Mary Lake. Um, and uh, I, I know North Salt bringing one of the options they were considering was raising the level of that lake. Uh, the, the the cost of, of uh, increasing the weir height uh, on the outflow into Duck Lake would be fairly modest, but what it would do if you raise lake levels, you're in effect taking away property from um, lakefront property owners, and the, the compensation for that take uh, would be uh, considerable. We haven't got anywhere near talking about that for Western Lake. I think the first thing for Western Lake is to determine um, uh, what, uh, to a, a determine whether there is a sustainability issue. We've identified that there is. So uh, the, uh, probably the next decision would be Vortex uh, in or not. Um, and that decision will bear heavily or will be influenced heavily by um, the commission's view and CRD's view of the sustainability of the lake. Uh, if you, if we took Vortex in, it's it's going to uh, it, it's certainly not going to alleviate that problem. It's going to accentuate that problem. So that'll be a, a, a decision for the commission. Um, to make, uh, it, but in terms of raising lake levels at Weston, you, you'd have similar concerns there. In fact, I think we had a lakefront owner attend the ASK meeting, uh, yeah, we did, yes. and raising that issue specifically. If you were going to raise the lake, you 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 would raise compensation issues uh, for the lakefront owners. We haven't got to that point. There's right. been no discussion of that at this point. And apparently, risk of flooding, according to right that, that gentleman too. Okay, Gary, uh, thanks very much for coming in, and hopefully we'll make this a, um, a regular event after Ask Salt Spring, and uh, we'll be putting this on our website and possibly a podcast as well. So, Damien, thank thanks. And when the local community commission, uh, so the election is May 27th, right. uh, you may want to have some candidates on here to talk about their views, uh, but uh, uh, certainly when they're elected, so you're going to have an elected body, the security director sits on that commission. So I think um, interviews like this involving the, the commission could be quite useful, I think, you know, to inform the community about CRD issues, but uh, congratulations on the work you've done so far. The, your fundraising is going well. It is, and, yeah. And uh, you're, you've got lots of public uh, support, and uh, I'm sure that'll continue. And this this station, when you get up and running fully, is going to be a great asset for our community. Thanks, Damien. Well, thanks very much, Gary. Mm -hmm.